This podcast is proudly produced and presented by the Zoomer Podcast Network, home of great podcasts like Marilyn Lightstone Reads, Idea City on the Air, and The Garden Show. You're listening to an exclusive podcast of Consignment Heroes, heard Sunday afternoons at 1 on Zoomer Radio. How to sell your stuff. How to get rid of stuff. Paul Kenny and his son Bogart from Storage Wars Canada are about to unlock the secrets to stuff on Zoomer Radio. What sort of value do they put on your stuff? That depends on how well you sell it. As we begin taking your calls on Consignment Heroes, the one-hour phone-in show all about stuff. Good morning and welcome to Consignment Heroes. We're here Sunday morning and we are doing the show live. It's uh, it's all about stuff, your stuff, everywhere, stuff, stuff. That is Consignment Heroes. I'm here with my dad, Paul Kenny, um, Bogart Kenny, and this we do an, an hour-long radio show about antiques, about family heirlooms, about something that is in your house or in someone else's house that has potential value. If you may not know its value or you do know its value, we love to have those items on the show. We love to have you call in and talk about it and uh, get some appraisals and uh, just discuss it a little bit because sometimes items and antiques puts a smile on my dad's face and that's that's the goal of the show is to put a smile on my dad's face. We're talking about anything really. We're talking about stamps, hubcaps, uh, albums, old sports, memorabilia, dishes, cups, saucers, lunch pails, silver, art. Like A lot of times we're talking about gold and silver. That is a large part of our business. Uh, a lot of people are not educated on it. So we like to educate everybody on a re- on a weekly basis of what prices are, what things should be sold for, what they should be bought for, and that's why we're here. So again, we're here. We're we're doing this live right now. Consignment Heroes. We're downtown downtown in the Zooplex. The number to reach us right now live. Is oh four- yay! You're gonna actually say the phone number. You, you want to say it? No, you can say. Oh, it. that's what that's what I thought. Okay, so the the, the number to reach us right now live is four one six. Three six zero zero seven four zero. Again, uh, we always say get a pen, get a paper, make sure they both work. Uh, the number to reach us right now is four one six three six zero zero seven four zero. The toll free number is one eight six six seven four zero four seven four zero. If you miss that number, we'll say it a few more times for the show. Um, yeah, what a week! What a week! What a week! What a week! I'm just telling you, this was. I got so I got a lot of good news stories. Uh, a couple of things that. Didn't go so good for some people, but this is one of the weeks now. I want to make sure that people know uh, the Christie Antique Show is coming up. Uh, you know that it's at uh, th- Christie is going to be on September Saturday, September seventh, two thousand nineteen. This is rain or shine. Boy, we've had a lot of rain lately. Um, and it's at uh, the Christie and uh, Christie Conservation Area, one thousand Dundas Street, just outside of Hamilton. A lot of people know exactly where it's been. Ten thousand people go there every year. It's where you get your fix for uh, uh, advertising signs, kitchen stuff, all anything that's collectible. It's like a three hundred of your best dealers out there. It's different. It's the same type of, uh, but we, it's the same type as you get at Aberfoyle, but you get dealers from all around the country to this show. Aberfoyle, as usual, goes every Sunday. And even that Sunday, uh, September 8th, it's going to be on uh, the Aberfoyle Antique Markets on every Sunday. And it's just north on 401, just north of 401 on Highway 6. And I also got to get my other friend, Mike, plug out for uh, the best antique shop in Canada is definitely Clappison's Corners, which is on Highway 6, just south of the 401, just by the dinosaurs. That's my friend Ron. Go in and see him. I guarantee whatever you're looking for, it's worth the trip. It'll give you ideas, and you'll see stuff there that you have never seen before. You'll also see them at Christie as well. But I just want to get get that all out of the way. This week, I want to say this. Um, we also had, now this is a good news story. So you know how I talk about someone brings in costume jewelry, and I say one of every three has got gold or silver in it, right? You've mm-hmm. heard me say that. Mm-hmm. So a lady comes in, and she's got a stuff. They, they all went through. Some other downsizer went through and says it's worth $200. She was going to give it to the church. Now, I do not, I fully believe in supporting the church. I believe in donating to good, do good work and all this. But in this case here, we found, I look at one piece, and it's got gold in it. Now, she said she was about to give it away, but someone told her to come and see us. So by the end of one hour, 
we found over $1,500 of gold and silver in this, okay, in the lot that she was about to give away. There was, actually give a gold, away. there was actually a gold coin. So someone missed the gold coin. Now, what? once we gave her the 1500 like if the church would have probably at their bazaar or whatever would have gotten maybe two hundred, three hundred dollars for it. But it's much better to have fifteen hundred, and then she can give it to the church whatever she wants out of that. We got her fifteen over over fifteen hundred dollars of stuff in one big box of costume jewelry. Now that doesn't happen every day, but one out of every three usually has gold that people are about to give away. So I'm not saying I'm saying if you want to give to the church, give them money. The church will always, always take money. But the items might not be put on display or they might not be sold or not know, they, sold for the right they price. Might just sit somewhere and never she had won she won brooches worth four hundred dollars. That was gold. And I said, you know, she saw it was costume. And this is stuff I think was from her it was from a relative. Someone else had gone through it. And it's what we do. We are professionals. Don't feel bad that you missed it. This is what we do for a living. Okay. When I go to the if I go to the mechanic, I don't tell him how to fix my car. If I went to a doctor and I get my appendix out, I'm not going to tell him how to take my appendix out. I expect him to be a professional and know what he's doing. This is what we do. We go through and we pull out the gold out of it, okay, or silver. And there was a couple pieces of nice costume in it that was actually nice. And as usual, things she thought was nice weren't. And the things that the box something came in was much nicer than the item was, okay. But I'm just saying that we. This was a nice, happy story, okay? Then I have the other side, okay? So getting second opinion. Part of getting a second opinion is to get the second opinion be at before you sell your goods. We had another case this week where someone came in. They'd sold their stuff next to our neighbor, and uh, they um, we said, well, they gave us a list, and we said, yes, you, we would have given you another $800. Now, maybe they didn't need it because they were driving a Tesla, they were being kind to the environment, but they were smart enough to be kind to the environment, but not smart enough to get a second opinion at the right time. So if they'd gotten the second opinion, they would have had 800 more dollars from us. Okay. Well, if you're driving a Tesla and you came in this week, you know we were talking about you. Sorry, I'm not mentioning any names. Well, no, you just call that a guy in a Tesla, but yeah. <laughs> no, the idea that it was buying, driving a Tesla is kind to the environment. That's I thought was a good thing about this. Maybe because it, okay. You're missing the point again. The point is to get the second opinion. Why don't you give the phone numbers out while I'm going? Oh, okay. Thanks, Coach. Pretend. Uh, if you do want to call, call in right now, the number to reach us is 416-360-0740. Again, that is 416-360-0740. The toll-free number is 1-866-740-4740. Also, another lady was in a gold shop, and uh, someone was selling their gold. Well, that lady, I want to give a call out to her. I don't know who she was, but they were told to, she came into our store and we gave the people in our $600 on their gold. She said, go get these people to give you a second opinion. She had all her numbers down. I didn't know what they were, but our prices were all higher on what we were paying on our gold and silver. Okay. But it was mainly, actually, it was mainly gold. But I'm going to say this twice today, the gold and silver prices, because gold is at an all-time high. And I know we talk about antiques. You're willing to call. You can call us about antiques and stuff like this. But gold right now, I wanted to say this because some people only catch the beginning of the show and don't catch the end. Uh, gold right now, ten karat gold is twenty two fifty six per gram. Fourteen karat gold is thirty one fifty per gram, and eighteen karat gold is forty dollars and sixty one cents per gram. Okay, and I say this because some people may give you ten dollars per gram for ten carat. Fourteen, they give you fourteen dollars, and eighteen, they give you eighteen dollars. This is so underpriced right now; it's almost they're stealing it. Okay, and I know people that some of the pickers out there is that's what they're doing. These are the real price. If you call, you'll get these price. You call our shop, and at least if you're going to know what these prices are before you sell. Okay, we're also buying silver plate. And we're buying like silver dollars right now. We're up a little bit. They're at eleven forty nine per dollar. Yeah, but you know, if you're a listener, you're not really into the precious metals aspect of it. We're we're also here about the antiques. We're about we're about the magazines, the old cars, the dishes, the cups and saucers, the old food packages, the old sports programs. You know, you get the, some cards, hockey cards, 
a lot of a lot of sports memorabilia always goes for a lot of money that people don't usually realize, or they just want to keep it there and look at it for the rest of their lives. But it's a good idea to have kind of idea what it's worth, and you know if you're ever gonna pass something down or give a gift to somebody, it's good to know what it's actually worth. So you know again we're talking about art, pottery, silver, old comics, video games, furniture, and if you do want to call in right now, we are taking phone calls live. The number to reach us right now is four one six. Three six zero zero seven four zero. Again, that is four one six three six zero zero seven four zero. The toll free number is one eight six six seven four zero four seven four zero. Okay. Also, that yesterday we talked about the most expensive things. Okay. Now, you know that you know we were talking last week about the fishing lure. Yesterday, I saw a number, a number of one thousand dollar plus postcards. Each postcard was worth over a thousand dollars. Wait, what? In one house, we're going to be probably selling it in the next couple of weeks. Each, one postcard is worth a thousand dollars. How? Because more people want to buy them than want to sell them. This was so a fantastic look, collection. You're looking at a postcard and you're telling me you, it looks like it's worth a thousand dollars. A couple of them are. I know they're worth a thousand dollars. I've seen them sell at that prices. Thousand U.S. No, what what is what's it's a hockey team about this? Some it's a real photo. What we talk about with postcards, it's not your ones that are, um, they're not going to be like uh, hello, happy, merry, merry Christmas, that kind. They're usually the po- best postcards. I tell people are ones that are actual photos of a downtown street. You don't want Niagara Falls or Toronto. You want little areas, areas like Wawa. You want. Uh, St. Catharines, that kind of idea. Smaller towns at that time. People collect their local areas. But these ones happen to be hockey teams and baseball teams, championship teams, where they might have only made 20 cards and give it to all the players that run the team. Okay? But these ones were um, other ones like that sell postcards at railway stations. People collect railway stations, but after real photos. Okay? That's where you'll see the lighter the, the Writing would be almost like handwritten at the bottom. You can see with the tone of it. I'm just saying this because people have them, and people go to people's houses, and, hey, I'll give you $5 for your stack of postcards. We don't want to do that. This one box is probably going to be worth forty-five dollars to $55,000 of postcards. Of postcards. That's a lot yes. of places you can go. Yeah, but I'm just saying it's it's uh, this is where, where we help, okay? What we do, okay, there's some people that go into people's houses at Downsizers, and they charge them so much an hour, or they'll charge them percentage, okay? now, And they'll bring their friends over to buy the stuff. And they'll say, okay, yeah, I'm going to sell this to this guy, this to this guy, and this to this guy. And all they are is dealers of their friends, and they're going to resell them at higher prices. Mm-hmm. What we do is we give you an option. Sometimes it'll, something be, should be auctioned. should not be sold to the guys, to your, your buddy's friend. Okay, to get the high price, it should be auctioned. Or it should be consigned on sell to the world. should like... This is, or it's a case, we will buy it, but we'll tell you, we're pretty transparent when we're saying this is what it's worth and this is what we're going to buy it for, okay? But the idea, some of these places, and they don't know, it's just a guy will come in and say, yeah, this this stack of postcards worth $20, and they would sell them to him for $20 instead of the 45000 and then they go out and make the money, okay? Most of these downsizers, what they have is dealers that come in, and they'll, buy, they'll offer them a certain amount of money, and they'll say, yeah, okay, I'll take that, and we'll difference between them and us is they're giving me, say, paid by the hour. They're taking the 20%. What we do is the more you make, the more we make. And we're greedy. We want to make more money, but we do it if you make more money. This is where the difference is, okay? And there's a lot of people that have collectibles. They don't even know what how good the stuff is. And that's where you have to get the second opinion. Well, speaking of collectibles, speaking of experts, we have someone on the line that deals a lot of that. Who? Rick. Oh, okay. Let's talk to Rick then. But, Hi, how are you guys? Oh, Rick. working hard. We're working hard today. But You know, uh, it's funny you mentioned that about getting that second opinion. And uh, I wanted to actually address an issue that um, is a concern. And, and one of the concerns is that there's a lot of agents out there right now that when they do their evaluations, that in order to get the listing, that sometimes they'll overinflate the true value of the property just yeah. to get the listing. And then uh, what ends up happening is uh, the property sits there, it doesn't sell, and then they come at you with a reduction, a reduction, a reduction. Uh, hopefully they'll get it uh, sold that way. But what ends up happening, and it always happens, is that you start uh, going into a spiral and, and you end up getting less for the property than if you had just priced it right from the beginning. 
Mm-hmm. And this is why we have to be aware of uh, people that overinflate uh, the, the value of a property, and then you have people that underinflate it to make the job easier for them to sell it. So um, I, I think it's like anything else, uh, properly uh, evaluate the property and uh, expose it to the world, as you say, so that more people have the option to look at it, come and see it, and uh, give them a chance to bid on it so that the seller gets as much money for the property as possible. So I just thought it was important that your listeners always always be mindful of that. When somebody overinflates the value of their property, you know what? Be concerned and get that second opinion, a true second opinion. By was worth. Well, the other thing is, well, I think we were talking a couple of weeks ago, is out-of-town properties where it's a low. I know that they like to deal with the local agent in that area, but right. the real money is in Toronto. Someone yeah. sells their McMansion in Toronto for $2 million, and they want to move out to uh, 50 miles outside of Toronto. They want to move down to Hamilton, Ancaster, or any place like that. You can buy so much more house down there. But unless these agents are tied into the Toronto money, you're not going to get the Toronto people. And this Absolutely. is where this is where the there are a lot of people who are selling their houses and moving out where they're getting a lot more house, or they're getting the same size house and they put they're pocketing a million dollars and putting it in the bank to spend. Yes. yes. So this is what I'm saying that even Rick that we can help people with that if they're even just slightly outside of Toronto. If you're in Hamilton, St. Catharines, um, Oshawa. Any of these areas yeah, that sometimes yeah. are not tied into the Toronto money. Because what, what, what did Dillinger say? Why do you rob banks? They asked Dillinger, why do you rob banks? He said, because that's where the money is. That's what he said. Okay? <laughs> How true is that? No, you're absolutely right. And, I, and I've sold properties in Barrie. I've sold properties in Angus. I've sold properties in Innisfil. And, you know, you bring Toronto money out there. So you're not just exposing it to the local market, but you're exposing it to a much broader market which means you're going to get more money for it because now you have not just the local people that know it's for sale, but now everyone knows it's for sale because the Toronto board is the biggest board, mm-hmm. and uh, we, we have the opportunity to show it to more people than, than the local board. So that's going to obviously translate to more, more bidders, more money. Yeah. Well, I also want to point out to people, if you're going to get us to declutter your house or to sell with the stuff before you downsize, use time. Get a hold of us now. Use that right. time. Let us, let us, um, we have crews. We can take, we take all the stress out of downsizing. Yeah. We actually sell the yeah. stuff, get extra money for it. You know, I, I, I do have friends that I'll call him. If there's some kind of item I happen to know where the buyer is, I will bring him in. But I'm not, right. I'm not, uh, there are some items that deserve to be online. There's certain items that have to go to auction because you don't know yeah. what the price is. Or, like That's I said, right. a thousand dollar postcard. If you put that into a local auction, you might get twenty dollars, and that guy's going to take the twenty dollars and sell it as a thousand dollar postcard online. Okay, mm-hmm. I believe in free enterprise, but we are working for you. Okay, right. now if I go into some of these downsizes, I don't mind. I won't give them extra money. If I'm going in there, right. they've priced it at twenty bucks. <laughs> it's a thousand dollar item. Like I had one person with four thousand dollars worth of comics. They priced it like nothing. I said, okay, I'll take these. You know, sure. it's, it's sad sure. for the consigner, but this consigner. Right. I mean, for the consignee, but he happened mm-hmm. to be passed anyway. But the idea is that the downsizer had no idea what they're doing. Okay, right. And they're not willing right. to go out there and look. And this is where the professionals. It's what we do. They should not feel bad that they do not know what a 1951 Gordie Howe card is worth $60,000. Not everyone knows right. this, okay? And they're not supposed to know. They bought the card right. for nickel, enjoyed it, and that was it. You know, we deal with the professionals. And if even in their house, you want to deal with professional, not just a listing guy. We actually sell the houses. We're 100%. We sell the houses. No, right. no. They right. don't understand that, but people are going down there, people list it, and then they go on to the next house and list another one, list another one, list it, and they don't go and sell the house. The idea is to get That's these right. things sold. You're not listening. Right. We're, we're not in the listing business. We like That's to right. do it. We have to do it because we have some control over how it's listed and all that, but we are in the selling business. And that's what right. I'm in, even with your goods that's in the house, what you're in, you're in the selling business, okay? This right. is important that people know this. We are professionals. And you only, you might sold, when was the last time you sold a house? 50 years ago? Times have changed. Right. Use They've the new technology. You know what? The, uh, uh, after 50 years, what do they really know about selling a property? They have no expertise. You know, they can't listen to their neighbor. They can't listen to uh, yeah. somebody who's just uh, out, out to get the listing, as you said. No, you have to give it to someone you can trust. 
that's going to come to you and evaluate your property based on facts and based on what we know we can get. And by, and by pricing it right, you're going to get more money for it. Because I know. more people are going to come and see it. So you're absolutely right. Give it to the professionals. Uh, don't rely on what what you don't know. Uh, rely on what you do know. And that's what yeah. we're here for. Well, you know we're going to have a place in Baby Village probably coming up that was in, in soft hands, and we're going to get the job done. What's your number? We'll Rick, Give done. me. let's get your number on the air here because some people might okay. call you right away because you're on. Right the, away, they know okay. you're on the phone. Go ahead. <laughs> okay, it's 416 yep. 258 Three nine seven two. Say it again. Say it slow. I'll say it slower. It's four one six two five eight three nine seven two. Or people can call me at my store, which is nine oh five seven three seven four six five three. The whole team will be there. We can get your stuff. We'll take the stress out of downsizing, and we can get you in our yes. place. We're still. Are we still looking for that place in Port Credit? For that lady? Yes, we are. We are. Okay. We're broadening our searches, so uh, soon we'll have something. Got it. Okay. Thanks. You have a good Great. day, and I'll talk to you later. You too. Bye. Always a pleasure. Talk soon. Bye. 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 Uh, if you do want to call in, we are taking phone calls now live about stuff. We're talking about furniture, video games, old signs, old comics, art, pottery, silver, costume, jewelry, everything. The works. If you do want to contact us, we're taking it right now. The number is 416-360-0740. Again, that is 416- 360-0740. The toll-free number is 1-866-740-4740. And we'll get to your calls right after the break. Welcome back to Simon Heroes. We're here live down here in the Zoomplex taking your phone calls all about stuff. Your stuff, our stuff, everywhere, stuff, stuff. It's a Items. Su- no, stuff. Uh, I know it's a Sunday, and you know people don't really feel like going out and doing things when it comes to stuff. They want to... Inside, like I'd love to be sitting inside. It's I know it's a nice day, but you want to be sitting outside, drinking a coffee and relaxing. You don't want to be going through your your basement of stuff. But it's one of those days that it needs to be done. You don't think our people who pay like Aberfoyle? You're telling people not to go to Aberfoyle? No, I'm you have to it, go on Yeah, it's fine. But then it's what? You, then you don't have time to go through your basement Monday okay. to Friday. Most people are you know busy with their regular things that are going on in their lives, and you know the weekend and Saturday people just you know don't want to really do much either. So Sunday, I still think is the day to go in your basement. These people, oh, yeah. a lot of our. Re- a lot of the Zoomers, you might know this, but when you get to be a Zoomer, hopefully you're retired. Yes, I know, but that's why. That means you're not working Monday to Friday. Be, no, I know, but then uh, Monday comes along, you don't want to go through your basement. Okay. Tuesday comes along, you're not going through your attic. Wednesday comes along, you're going to think you should do it on the weekend. So at the end of the day, Sunday's the day to go through it. And you can put us on in the background while you're doing it. Okay. I think that's a good idea. Yes. Okay. Do people know that we, you can live stream us as well? They do. And you can go to Zoomer, you can see us doing this, or you can watch us on uh, Storage Wars uh, Northern Treasures or Storage Wars Canada. I think we're on OLN and we're on Netflix. We got picked up for a second season on Netflix. Oh, you do know we? that? How do we? Yeah, we're not getting any more money for yeah, it. Yeah, don't, don't get worry. paid for it. So okay, don't we don't care. care. Okay. Uh, if you do want to contact right now, we are live taking your phone calls all about stuff. The number right now to reach us is 416-360-0740. We're talking about... Lawn furniture, coins, silver stamps, hubcaps, albums, dishes, cups and saucers, lunch pails. If I don't mention it. Lunch pails. What about lunch pails? Do you oh, know, you how much story? do you think a lunch pail would oh, be? Oh, you're going to start with a lunch pail. I found out. I did some of the history on lunch pails. There, there was like 450 million lunch pails made, okay, uh, between 1950 and 70. Now, do you know how much would you think a lunch pail is worth? Uh, I would have no idea. I really don't know. No, no. I'm. you got to look. Okay. There are lunch pails... And the thermos, like there are lunch pails. As here's Aladdin, a night gunsmoke, a lot of them like that. This gunsmoke's worth approximately a thousand dollars. Okay, a thousand dollars for that, a lunch that, pail. That's a, that's a lot. Yeah, I don't know. The what Beatles you... is worth the Beatles is worth about two thousand. Okay, because okay. people collect them. A Mickey Mouse from nineteen, I don't know, fifty four, which we would have at home, not in perfect condition. The lunch pail's worth about uh, nine hundred. The can, the little bottle, the thermos, sixteen hundred bucks sold for. These are all U.S. prices, by the way. Because I'm saying this because the house I said that the thousand dollar postcards mm-hmm. had lunch pails yesterday, and I saw a couple lunch pails, like the Lone Ranger, or uh, I think I saw it was, um, oh, Gene Autry, Gene, uh, Davy Crockett, Davy Crockett lunch pail, uh, eighteen hundred dollars. Thermos, thirty five hundred. 
U.S. That's I don't know. Like, but like, what? What? I'm thinking to myself. I'm going to buy a lunch pail. I'm not looking for a thirty-five hundred dollars lunch pail. No, no. They, they'll never put a sandwich in these things ever again. They're going to display them. But it brings back memories when you watch Davy Crockett. I would sing. Uh, but I shouldn't sing. But if Fess Parker played, I think, Davy Crockett, and it was the 1950s, late 50s, early 60s, it was like a number one show. Everyone had a raccoon cap. That's 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 okay. sad. That's kind of sad. Okay. <laughs> uh, but okay, let's get to the phone lines. Um, okay. Can we? Uh, we're gonna go to Jean in Georgetown. Hey, Jean. Oh, good morning. Good morning. Yes. Welcome to Listening the show. to you here. Um, yes, I have a two foot high coffee grinder from Philadelphia, PA. Okay. Enterprise Manufacturing. It's complete, and it's on a wooden stand with a drawer. So I would say that altogether it's about 20 inches high. Who made it okay. again? Beg your pardon? Who made it from Philadelphia? Philadelphia it's... Enterprise. And it's a Enterprise. coffee grinder. It's a coffee grinder. Jeez, okay. They're, they were wheels. very popular in the 60s, but I think people are still buying them. People are trying to... It's it's probably grind. Is it doesn't work though, right? It's an old one from nineteen thirties. Oh, it's working. I mean, I've never worked it, but it definitely works. It grinds, and the drawers there to accept the the coffee and everything. I've never used it. It just is sitting here as a decoration. <laughs> oh, so you're going to get rid of it? Okay. Yes, I am. That's the type um, of idea that that those are the type of items that are at uh, uh, my friend down Clapson's corner. You'll see the Christie Antique Show or the. Um, yes. Aberfoyle, they'll have that kind of stuff there. Yeah, I'm trying to think, and because people do like them, but and how much would you think it's worth? Uh, I have somebody, one a friend, would like to buy it from me, but I have no idea today. I know what I paid for it. Okay, Philadelphia when. Star Mill Graphic Grinder. How? What year is it from? Is eighteen? Is a patent date on it? No, I didn't see a patent date. No, I didn't. But if you didn't even work it, I'm sure you didn't even go look, did you? I mean, it's an old one, definitely an old one. Yeah. Great big, like a wheel, looks like a bicycle wheel. Yeah, uh, the two wheels are on it with the wooden handle to turn it and everything, and there's a top on it with a porcelain ha- little uh, knob. Um, what else can I say? <laughs> Is it a home one, or would you think it was one that was from a store? Now, that's a good question. Okay. Uh, it might have been in a store. I'm mean, like, it's not one of the big, big, big ones, because it's only like altogether 20, 20 inches high that on the wooden stand. Oh, oh, including the stand. How high including is the actual? The stand. Uh, it's about 14 inches. Oh, that's small. Because I have one here that's a tall one that's a uh, oh, yeah, general no, store I... one, and it's worth about $2,000. Yes. No, okay. I know those. Yeah. Yeah. No, no it's not one of those. No, one no, of the small one... ones. Yeah. This is a small one in a restaurant or somebody's home or something. Yeah. Is yeah. it cast iron? All cast iron? Oh, yes, Definitely. Yeah, probably people love the cast iron. They're indestructible. Probably between three That's and five hundred dollars. Like, make sure your friend oh. at least pays you some money. Uh, <laughs> what I would do is I would look it up now because you have it right in front of you. You don't even have to send yes, me a picture. Yes, I do. In fact, I can go and look at it right now. I was trying to stay away from the radio. My husband's listening to the radio, so okay. Yes, it's okay. right in front of me. We encourage you listening to the radio, by the way. Okay, <laughs> we encourage that. Yes. On uh, what I would do on this one here, because they're hard to ship. This is the only thing about something like this, selling it on Fleabay, I mean eBay. It's heavy, very is it's heavy. heavy. Now, we can pack. We ship all over the world. Like I say, okay. our main thing, that why we can help people on the consignment business, is we buy from Toronto and we sell to the world. And we'd sell right. to the world because the world's got more money, okay? <laughs> okay. And they'll pay you more. On uh, something like that, and we can ship this, but I would check. You can probably photo match it up against something on eBay. Okay. And take a look at what it's not what they're some people have what I call the never never plan when they're just asking some stupid amount of money for it. Find right. out what it's sold at. Okay. Now, sometimes the price will be dictated by if it was in England and cost two hundred dollars to ship here, then that's not a true price. This is how we do our research. We find out how stuff is going to sell in North America in a lot okay. of cases. But we can ship it. But I'm just saying you could probably look this up. If it's Philadelphia the Americans yeah. love to buy their stuff back at vastly inflated prices. All right. So that's maybe where it's going to end up going back to. Okay. okay. But I yeah. would photo match it against that. I mean, if you had a whole house, I'd go take a look at. But if it's one item like this and you've got an interested neighbor, you're going to find out. You're going to find out how much your neighbor actually okay. likes you. Because depending <laughs> what they offer you, okay? Yes. <laughs> you're about to find out how what she thinks of you. Have this information advanced. This is why I say about getting second opinions, okay? 
So you're going to either lose a neighbor or uh, you can't lose them. <laughs> but go take a look. And this is where they're getting the second opinion. I can tell you, but right. I'm only going to look on uh, eBay and get Yourself my ideas and, from there. Yeah. On, yeah. on a one item like that, because we don't handle them all the time. But we can. We ship bikes this week. Full assembled oh bikes. And my staff was very unhappy. But it's what we do. Okay. Thank okay. you very much for the call. Well, you're welcome. Thank you for your information. You're Have welcome. a good day. You Bye-bye. too. Bye. Uh, next, we'll go to uh, Vern in Toronto. Hey, Vern. Hi. Hi, welcome to the show. What do you have for us today? Um, I have an original of the Joy of Jello cookbook. Um, and I also have some uh, ink blotters that are probably well over 100 years old. They would be totally politically incorrect by today's standards, but they're um, in mint condition. And I just wondered if they would be worth anything. People collect the, uh, the, incorrect, uh, the politically incorrect. On, um, and I mean, as long as it's not mean, you know, sometimes it's humorous, but I guess yeah, it's not really humorous anymore. But people do collect it, and that would be something sold around the world because some people have different senses of humor and stuff like that. Blotters are collectible in the same way postcards are, okay, especially if they haven't been used and they were printed up. I don't know what they are on them. On, uh, <coughs> excuse me, uh, the cookbooks. Uh, you know my idea of cookbooks. I think they're just wives. I, my wife buys her cookbooks so she can disguise the food. She knows what I don't like, and then I think she only gets cookbooks so that she can disguise the food, and so I don't know what I'm eating. And I I, I know this because sometimes I'll be eating something. She'll have a smile on her face, and he said, "Did you like that?" And then she said, "Yeah, but it had this in it." And you don't like that, and then I know she fooled me. But cookbooks around the world they still sell, but they don't sell for a lot. Okay, you're going to get five, ten, fifteen, twenty dollars because a lot of times they were printed in large amounts. Now, here's the other problem: is books are because of everything online right now. Unless you have a collector who's got a, a giant library, um, most of the cooking um, recipes are online, and this is where it's down. Everyone's going online now, you know. And but it's a shame. I love books. I loved, I don't, I'm never going to get one of those Kindle reader things. I like to have the book in front of me when I'm reading. I like to feel it. I like to see it and feel it. And okay, I know a lot I of just, other people think the same way. Okay. Okay. I just thought because it was, quote, the joy of jello, it's, it's nothing but jello in it. Oh, um, so I didn't hear that. Jell-O. Okay. Jello. Yeah. yeah. No, the jello one will be, uh, cause the person, uh, jello collectors will, um, will, uh, collect this as well, eh? Right. Uh, because they're any kind of a brand name. People collect advertising, collect that. The Magic of Jello Classic. No, it's not as much as I thought. Fifteen bucks, like I said, twelve to fifteen dollars. Okay. okay. I was I was curious, and I was curious about the ink blotters. Uh, as I say, they're they're humorous. They're not they're not in 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 poor taste. Could I describe one of them to you briefly? Sure, as long as it's not in poor taste. <laughs> it's okay. It comes from it from a dry cleaning establishment up in Timmins, yep. Ontario, and um, it was uh, the caricature on it is like one of the uh, Campbell Soup Kids. Okay, and but they've put the the black face on, and then they've wiped a place off, uh, like mm. part of the face off, and said we get things clean. <sighs> I don't I, like you know like that would be really tough. Yeah, you know, just because okay. I think people are getting in some cases they're sensitive, but I'm. I'm you know, I've never walked in their shoes, so I don't, you know what I mean? I can't make a judgment on that, you right. know, but okay. it's just politically incorrect is harder to sell, but there are still people buying it. Okay. Okay. And it's uh, like, okay. yeah, it's, sure. I, I, it's hard for me to say on this one. Okay. Okay. But I, I'd, I'd like to be able to help you, but, um, and maybe if you drop down the store, I'll take a look. They might be as bad as you think, but I know the Campbell face. It's, it's funny what the norms were back then and what they are now. You know, yeah, and this was completely that. acceptable. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Well, uh, you're in Richmond Hill, correct? Yes. So hopefully okay. you bring other stuff in, like your costume jewelry or the old cups and saucers are still selling, three, four, five hundred dollars yeah. $500. Make sure they're okay. either Ainsley or um, Paragon. And they got all, and I, I keep on saying this, people keep on bringing them in and said, the more white you see in the bowl, the worse it is. It can't, actually, almost any white you see in the bowl is actually makes it a bad cup and saucer. You want to see all sorts of color, gold, silver, 
cobalts, and a great big rose of some sort of flowers inside those bowls of the teacups. And those are worth money. Take advantage because this can't last forever. These people will come to their senses who are paying $2,500 for a cup and saucer. Okay? <laughs> Thank okay. you. I, I appreciate your help. Have a good day. You too. Bye. Thanks. Bye-bye. Did you say cup and saucers for twenty five hundred bucks? Yeah, we sold one twenty five hundred US. That's about thirty three hundred. A Canadian. cup and saucer. One cup, one saucer. What if you drop? But they it? match. What's it worth? Nothing. Okay, then. nothing. I don't know. That seems like a lot of money for something very fragile. Yes, you have to be very careful in packing them. I'll get more for one cup and saucer. Someone brought in Limoges set of china this week that I told her it's going to sell for sixty dollars. It's like a setting for eight, and it's all it's it's two full boxes, and I might get sixty dollars for so, it. So you should, it's better to. Well, at least it's better to get that than something in a big box store. Yes. That makes a lot of sense. Because like, if you go to one of those places and they'll charge you like 200 bucks for white, just what? white. Like, there's nothing else on it, just white. No, no. I want people, you know my thing about buying Canadian. I want, at the end of the show, when you're going shopping, bring your glasses, read those packages, find out where the stuff is made. If it's made in Canada, buy it, that type of thing. Well, buy the stuff your neighbor makes. And in a lot of cases... And I'm saying if you're going out for a set of dishes, rather than going to one of these big box stores, you can go out to uh, Christie or my friend down in Clapperson's Corners, and you can get a set of dishes with character that was, and I mean, it's plates. It'll be all complete, but it's going to be one third of the price of these big box stores. And you know something, five years from now, it'll still going to be worth that kind of money. Huh. But the stuff, once you get from these big box stores... This is what this is future garage sale stuff. Okay, so if you have not big box store stuff and you do want to call in, we're talking about anything to do with stuff: dishes, cups and saucers, old food packages, art, pottery, signs, furniture, video games, old toys, anything. The works. If you do want to contest, we are taking phone calls live right now. The number to reach us is four one six three six zero zero seven four zero. Again, that is four one six three six zero zero seven four zero. The toll free number is one eight six six seven four zero. Four seven four zero, and more of your phone calls when we come back. Welcome back to Simon Heroes. We're here down here live at the Zoomerplex, taking your phone calls all about stuff, your stuff, our stuff, everywhere stuff, stuff, and we'll we'll, we'll get back to the phone lines. Um, we're gonna go to Heather in Fennel Falls. Hello. Hi. How's our signal out there? Good. Good. Really good. Okay. Yes, I'm calling about a porcupine quill. Um, bought a little round container that my father got when he, he was working in Elliott Lake in 1956. Okay. So it's got and, some age for it. Okay. And yeah. it's, not, it's not one of these ones from the C&E, eh? No. I mean, the C&E no. collectibles are still very collectible, and they, they used to have them down there, you know, the beadwork and the, and the, the bead no. bags and the quill. How big is it? It's just a, round, a little round container, like hmm, bigger than... Larger than a soup can, I would say. Inches. Let's use inches. Okay, I would say four inches by three across. Okay, is there, a, is there an animal on it? or? Uh... It actually has a Canadian maple leaf uh, on the top. Okay, that's uh, boring. Sorry. <laughs> no. Yeah, no, I know, but it didn't have any beadwork. It was very simple design, um, yeah. but I've kept it in a cedar chest, so it's it's in good condition. I just wondered if there's any value to them. They used to be all the rage, but it was mainly people collecting, but all the quills were there. Mm-hmm. And um, But the design made a difference. If you had a moose on or a beaver or uh, yeah. anything like that, maple leaf, much as I'm Canadian, I love that, it is yeah. boring. Yeah, on, um, and But the age of it might uh, look, take a look at the work, but it's probably going to be $50, $75. But I've sold them up to six, $700, eh, mm-hmm. when they have a, because there used to be a lot of people collecting them. And in good shape. The problem is, is the quills. Uh, uh, if you kept it in the right kind of conditions, makes a difference here. Yes. But and like I said, um, lead into the at the C and E. This is the time of year. We I remember in nineteen sixty sixty five. If you went down the C and E, they would be, you could buy that. That'd be one of the staple collectibles. I mean, with souvenirs. You remember that they'd have that, and they'd have the the leather with the beadwork on it, mm-hmm. and that was what they'd be selling down there. And yeah, those okay. are those are collectible, but if you know it'd be better if you had a maple leaf on and said C and E, then mm-hmm. I'd be getting you a hundred twenty five for it. No, yeah, no, know, it's I just know. it's uh, he was working up there and in a mine. It, no, he actually built the Elliott Lake Public School. Oh, cool. Okay. But yes. Anything else he's got from Elliott Lake? Any other stuff from back then? I uh, just old pictures of them building the school. 
Okay. Now, see, you, you call with one thing, and the thing you left behind is the best part. Yeah. Photos like that, is they're probably very saleable. Okay. Oh. Old photos. We were talking earlier on about the $1,000 postcard. All mm-hmm. it is is a photo, okay, that someone mailed to somebody. Photos, people collect photos and images, especially anything up in northern Ontario and the Northwest Territories. If it had, if he has, um, if he had a picture of some, um, the local, if the, the Indian population was helping assemble that and he had some of the, them, uh, photos of that happening and actually building it, you've got a nice photo that someone's going to pay money for. There people, actually, there's some with the, uh, workers working on the school. And it has a name of a, a some plumbing company on it. Perfect. Now, this and is what people want. It's a story behind it. People want to recapture that. Because you know something? When this stuff goes and people throw it in the garbage, it's gone forever. Yes. And that's what we want. We Part of what we want to do is, consignment. we try and uh, conserve history. And we yes. try and put it in the right places. I'm not saying donate to some library that's going to put it in its basement or some museum that's going to put it in its basement and never see fresh air again. I want I want people to see this, know what it is, uh, and, and learn from history, you know, and realize what it was like back then. Yeah, and it's beautiful photography, really. Yeah. No, no. Yeah. See, you called on one thing, and the, the best thing you were about to leave behind. Yeah. Thanks very much for the call. You're welcome. Bye-bye. Bye. Bye. Uh, when I go to Margaret and Mississauga. Hi, Margaret. Hello, how are you? I'm good. Welcome to the show. Um, I have some. I have two uh, Wheaties boxes. Okay. From 1988 NFL championships. Okay. Uh, and um, they've never. I, I guess whoever worked at the factory pulled them off the line. Okay. Uh, they've never been folded and made into a box. But, yeah. Uh, they used to um, have one ready with both team names on them, mm-hmm. and. Um, the one that won, they would print and and what well, they would uh, circulate. The other one, they didn't. Do you have so both I have boxes? Both I have them both. One is the Washington Redskins, and one is the Denver Broncos. And I believe the Broncos won that year. Okay. Um, they've been they're in mint condition because they've been in a frame since my son was I don't know, but fifteen. Mm-hmm. I would say the one, actually, the best one is going to be the one that didn't, what they didn't make. That's like yeah. a prototype. Mm-hmm. Um, probably the pair, one of the, the Redskins is probably, you know, $10, $15, where the other one's going to be worth 56 As a pair, keep them together, you probably get 75 to to $100. Okay. We didn't know because, you know, uh, because often you would never find the set together because they would never print the other ones. So no, no, we've that's... Been hanging on to them for a long time. He was... He was big in baseball cards, and he said, oh, Mom, just throw them out. So I said, well, before I do, I'll just check it out. Mm-hmm. Does your garbage man run around with a checkbook? <laughs> Does he? Yeah. Tell me honestly if he's one of the ones that runs around with a checkbook. We need to get that the one. Other, yes. The other thing I wanted to ask you is um, I had a workman come to my home uh, some a couple of years ago, and at Christmas time when I went back downstairs, my tray my silver tray for my silver tea set had disappeared. Oh. And I wondered um, if you can find a, tea, a tray that matches my set. Probably. Uh, <laughs> I thought I was going to ask if we can find the guy. <laughs> no, 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 I, no, 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 no. No, we actually, uh, we buy silver plate all the time well, and uh, we mainly crush it, okay, because we yeah. get more in. But if you're an actual customer, we probably, we probably crush Two to three hundred silver trays in a three-week period. Oh, okay. Well, this is so, if you gave me the sizes on the bottom of your tea set, it's going to say either Rogers Community or it'll have it's Rogers. A, it'll be Rogers. It'll certain motif. Then I can tell you I can get ones that either have uh, you can get them footed. Tell me the size. I can do this for you. Now, here's the problem: I don't clean or repair anything. So, when you buy it from me, you got to clean it. Okay. Oh. I- I love to clean my silver, so that's not a problem. Oh, okay. you can come work for me anytime. Okay. <laughs> Thanks. Yeah. Okay. Thank you so much for your call. Call bye our bye. store. Okay. Okay. Bye-bye. Which you. is okay. 905-737-4653. You can call, leave a message now if you want, but call during the week. That's when we're there. And it's at 10,341 Young Street, unit number two. Can't miss us. Well, can't miss the, mall, the wall. We're on the, side of the other side of the wall. South side of the wall. South side of the wall. Um, the next, we're going to go to Nilo in Hamilton. Hello. 
Hello. Hello. <laughs> Welcome to the Hi. show. How are you? Good. What do you got for us today? Okay, I have a record player here. Okay, and it's it's really old, and it's uh, the kind. It's uh, like it looks like a great big ball. It's got a green lid, and you slide it back. And oh, it's, it's got a ball. And like it's like um, it it's round like, like oval. Yeah, it's a great. Big oh, ball. Sputniks. It's, it's called Bradford, and in the corner there's a, a circle with the letter Z or Z. Okay. And the thing works good. And more people have said to me, "Why don't you find out what this thing is? This is really old." And it works really well. And I just want to know if you guys have ever seen one of these things. Um, yeah, no, no. I'm trying. I don't know the Bradford one. Uh, I'm going to just. Um, but normally, the Zenith made one, and there's a number of them they made. They're the 1970. When you say really old, how old do you think it is? It's got to be over 40 years old, I would say. Okay, that's not old in my. Okay, in my world, if it's if it's got a round dome on it, and the bottom is round as well. Yeah. That is a look that designers just go crazy on. You I got it. Okay. Um, if I had it, I'd be putting it online because there's not a lot of them out there. You're probably going to get three, two, three, four hundred dollars, maybe more, because they love that look. Most of that stuff of the seventies. Uh, I don't know the, the this uh, the the person who made the guts probably wasn't that good a company, but they want that look. Okay. okay. Yeah. So I would be putting it on that. And I would try and get that before I took less for it. Okay. Okay. Like I'm looking right now, and I haven't seen. I know there was some other ones that made them, and this it's a look. It's like um, what's the other company? Uh, um, oh, the TV set, the Predictors. People okay. love the Predictors because they have that futuristic look to them. Okay. Well, this Z that's on it could that have been the Zenith? It could yeah. be the Zenith. I'm thinking that. So I'm thinking it's going to be too, it's going to be two hundred for nothing if 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 it doesn't work okay someone yeah. will make it work it's yeah, just you thing, can't this thing works really well yeah perfect you're yeah. you're playing some of the oldies and goldies on it I got all that stuff I got yeah I got all the the old band big bands and stuff like that I oh, know that's too bad okay yeah rock and roll is what we need rock and roll records okay thanks for the call okay thank you thanks. bye uh, we're gonna go to Jason in Mississauga hey Jason. Yeah, hi, hi. Um, okay, I'm, I'm wondering if you guys know anything about uh, comic books. Uh, because uh, Are you kidding me? <laughs> Are you really kidding me? <laughs> I used to have so. a chain of comic book stores. It is what I know. Oh, you done did it. Um, oh, you're right, I can it. talk to you then. Um, I have a collection, a Civil War lot that I'm trying to get rid of. Now, this is based on um, the actual, this is what the Captain America Civil War story was based on. Okay. Um, I have issues... Uh, from one to seven, and also a CGI, a CGC nine point two copy of uh, pencil only Michael Turner variant of issue five. Okay. Yeah. With the, with the, sorry. This stuff here. No, no. This is comic books. Okay, the older comic books is where our main specialty is. We just saw some yesterday, but on the newer comic, but you know what? That what the, when you have a CGC like that comic graded. That's nine point two is that for a new book like that. It's not that high a grade. A nine point eight is a higher grade, but that's what you have to do with that to get the money. Any of your key issues, I like some of this stuff. Your best way to find the prices on some of it, and especially if you you were a collector and you you kept yeah. stuff in nice shape. Yes, they are in the bags and boards. Check online. eBay is going to be your best form on it, except for. If your books are over a thousand dollars, you'd be crazy to sell them on eBay. We mainly go through the auctions, okay? But those books are all going to be on the on the newer side. Anything after what you've got is uh, the bronze. You've got the later stuff. Anything after nineteen ninety? These are after nineteen ninety, right? Uh, yes, and yeah. also uh, more detail. Um, the uh, the issues, except for the CG, except for the CGC graded issue five. They're all autographed by the artist Steve McNiven. Oh, okay. Now, now we do have to get them graded. Now you have to get them authenticated, and that's my nephew does that as well. And we can help you with that. What you have to do is call the store tomorrow, nine oh five. Yes, it's a pretty important detail. Remember that thing about getting the paper and the page, paper and uh, pen, and make sure they both work. <laughs> yeah, well, right at the beginning of the show, we tell people that nine oh for now. So what's the number? Nine oh five. 905-737-4653. Call us tomorrow. I can help you for sure, okay? Call me late in the afternoon. My whole morning's bull. We have to go on. We have a full board here. Okay, so afternoon. Okay, I'll call afternoon. Thank you very Thank much. Thank you. Bye. Thanks for the call. Uh, we're going to go to the next caller. We're going to go to Don in Toronto. Hey, Don. 
Hi, how are you? Good. Welcome to the show. Thank you. Listen, I have about nine or ten Hummel figurines. Sorry about your luck. Hey. Okay. Hummel figurines, if you go to Germany, sell for about $200 each, and they still charge that much for them. Back issues of Hummels are following the way of the the, the uh, Royal Daltons, okay? Now, we do buy them. We take them mainly on consignment. We can do it that way. If you've got some of the old marks, you can tell that. You can go online and figure out what your old marks are. But we are... Um, we try and people go into your house and try and pay you two dollars. Don't take it. They're worth more than that, but they are not worth as much as they used to be. Like right now, we're probably across the board. When I'm not saying this in a mean way, but even on Royal Daltons, we're paying like twenty five dollars, and and I will pay more in some cases, but we can get more if we want consignment on. But any of your Hummels, your uh, uh, Beswick, your uh, Royal Daltons, all of that stuff out of the nineteen seventies and eighties is in a declining market right now. Not as many people want them, but the, what, the good thing is, is because we buy from Toronto and sell to the world, we can get you world prices, okay? Now, some of them have Goble on it. Yeah, Goble. No, you have to have call. You have to call me in the morning. We have a full board. Call me at the store. I can run through the whole thing with you. Just ask for Paul. Talk about the Hummels. I'll run through it, and I'll even tell you what all the, how old they are, okay? Not a problem. Thank you very much. Thank you. Thanks for calling uh, if you do want to reach us, the number at the store is 905-737-4653. Oh, yeah. uh, we're going to go to Bernie in Milton. Hey, Bernie. Hi. How oh. are you? Good. Welcome to the show. Thank you. Uh, I have some cups and saucers here. I have a Royal Stafford that is uh, royal blue on the outside, and it has uh, flowers on the inside, blue and white flowers inside the cup. Yeah, but what we want is no very little white. Ainsley and Paragon. I have a Paragon. Yep. Send uh, which is, has a, just one flower on the inside. No, goes, we need lots of flowers. Oh, you, I, my rule of thumb is, and this is hard to break this one, um, the more white you see, the more less value it has. The more flowers and gold and blues and greens, the better it is. Next well, call. Well, Thanks. No, I don't, I don't, we don't have any more time for any calls. Sorry you can for, take one call. Sorry for the people we didn't get to. You've got to call in earlier. Gotta get to this. We, we run out of the show at the end of the show. It's 12 o'clock. We have to get, we okay, to I have to give gold prices. Now, there's another thing. There are fake gold maples going around. Okay. They weigh about 25 grams instead of 31.15. This is, if a price of gold maple seems too good to be true and you're not an expert and you don't know who you're buying it from, don't buy them. They are fake. They're made in China. They're, they're the weights off the one way I can tell right away. But in case you can't, I'm just want to warn people because I don't want people to get idea. This shows people don't get ripped off. Now, remember gold, 10 carat, 2256 per gram. If you go to a store, make sure that they tell you how many grams you have, what they're paying you per gram. They can't answer that question. Run out of that store because those guys are idiots. And run right to our store at 10,341 Young Street, uh, just north on Young of Major McKenzie, unit number two. You can reach us also at 905-737-4653. Thank you. We did run out of show again. Yeah, we did. Thanks for joining us. See you next week. This podcast is proudly produced and presented by the Zoomer Podcast Network, home of great podcasts like Marilyn Lightstone Reads, Idea City on the Air, and The Garden Show.